I will talk about the four keys uh, to success, in my opinion, of 2023. I spent a lot of time on this, just kind of figuring out what were some of the regrets of agents this year. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals, along with our unmatched marketing, has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. People who talk to me who said they, they, they know they could have done a lot more than they did, right? They know they could have done better. They want to do better. And looking back, a lot of people I've talked with realize they could have done a whole lot more than they actually did. And so looking back, how do we course correct that from an agent standpoint going forward? And how do we really move that needle in 2023 in a time when the frenzy is not like it was, right? And so uh, I just want to talk about, I kind of label it, the four keys to success. 2023. It's going to be consistency. What we know is a lot of people, but people have a lot of talent and they string some wins together for a while and do really good, right? And then they do really good and all of a sudden they fall off and do really good and fall off. And then what happens is once you add up all the numbers at the end of the year, you look back and realize, man, I left a lot on the table the last 12 months because of the inconsistency. And so the secret for anybody in 2023 in real estate is going to hundred percent got to be a laser focus on consistency. In anything, right? And so it builds up from really all parts of your life. But that's what I noticed when I just looked at people who were happy with the results. They did really good, but they were frustrated with the results at the same time because they didn't do what they know they could do. They didn't live up to the version of them that's the best version of them. And if you go back and just dissect it, it all comes down to their ability to have consistency in the business. Life happened, something goes sideways, and all of a sudden they fall off that horse. And then all of a sudden they spend a while trying to find another horse and get back on the horse instead of just continuing to ride on through the whole process, right? fighting off the distractions, fighting off the issues. So it's important for us to make sure that we're really doubling down in 2023 on the consistency piece overall. And that looks like to me from, and this is not just the beginning agents, this is experienced agents too, is the consistency was probably one of our biggest weaknesses of anybody in real estate. Just they don't have the ability to string 12 straight months together of doing the same thing really every single day to make sure they keep that momentum. We focus on one thing. No more thing I want you guys to focus on and get nailed in now before it's too late is routine. What do you think that means? Why is that there? What does that mean? Same place, same time. Same time, same place every day, right? That's going to be your weapon against the ability to, to or your inability to be consistent. It's hard to do because why? Consistency gets boring. Consistency gets boring for a lot of people, but the ones that are the most really ruthless consistently, the most ruthless consistency are the ones that have the biggest wins overall throughout the year. And so how do I build routines this year going forward that help me defend myself against myself? I'll say it again. How do I build routines this year that help me defend myself against myself? And that's something that's really important for us to look at and understand. It's like, look, I've got to build a routine that, number one, works for me. So I want to be at the office and be here early, right? I want to make sure it's something I can be consistent on. And I do it every single day to the point where if I don't do it, it doesn't feel right to me. That's how I hedge against myself is because I build that momentum up over a period of time. The second piece of that this year, I want to live by this thing with my consistency that goes by no compromise. Why is there anything? No compromise. What does that mean overall? Yeah, what we all do. I do this in my diet sometimes, doing all the things, and all of a sudden, it starts with one compromise, one small compromise. Well, I can get away with this. It's a holiday. I can eat this. I can do that. And all of a sudden, what happens? 
it snowballs into all other parts of our life, into how we operate from a business standpoint. I don't got to make those calls today. I don't really need to call that person back. I don't need to make X amount extra dials. I don't need to follow back up. Whatever it is, the compromise to ourself is what steals our ability to have a high level of success. And it starts with the smallest things that we do. And so just make a promise to yourself going forward. It's like, look, where can I make sure I live by this place of no compromise? What happens is we compromise on small things and all of a sudden it sneaks up on the big things. And next thing you know, it's been two or three days and XYZ's happened. I haven't made my dials. And all this stuff starts with small things all the way from do I get up when the alarm clock goes off or do I hit the fucking snooze button 16 times. Hitting the snooze button is what we call what? Compromise, right? Because I know I should get up earlier, but I don't do it. I give myself a justification to get 15 more minutes or 10 more minutes. And so live by that part where I don't hit the snooze button. I don't compromise with myself. and I don't allow myself to let myself off the hook. How one... How all? What do you think I mean right there? I came up. How I'll do one thing is how I'll do everything. How I'll do one thing is how I'll do all things. And so I want to make sure that I'm really understanding that from my consistency piece. And I really got to understand where am I letting myself off the hook in my schedule, right? And sticking to my schedule. And understanding that all this a lot of times starts with where my body and my ability to control my flesh and my ability to get up in the morning and my ability to just stick with what I said I'm going to do for a long period of time. And I don't want you guys to do what the masses do, which is they have January 1st. Everyone has this fresh new slate. And so I want you to have this decision this year of like, look, I'm going to actually deliver what I said I was going to do and really own my credit to myself. I'm not going to let myself down, let myself off the hook. I'm not going to get off my, my habits and my patterns. I'm going to stick to it for at least the first 90 days and see what type of momentum I can build in this business while everyone else goes backwards. But I'm just telling you, in a business that's shifting from a frenzy to a slow, more buyers-type market, you're going to have to find leverage somewhere, and the ability you're going to find leverage is going to be right here in this piece of consistency. Why? Because the masses can't be consistent. Fourth piece of this, I want you guys to just have this goal this year, and this kind of be your theme, is because it goes against the number one weakness. I want you to have this, consi- sorry, this obsession with mastering freedom. Mastering freedom. We know that freedom's the number one killer in real estate of success. Hands down. I watch it in this room every day. The freedom kills people. They have this space where they don't know what to do with it, and all of a sudden they go home and they hide. Well, they know they should make dials. They don't. They're sitting here in the morning, right? They're looking at the computer screen. They're not even making dials, but people around them are making dials. How do we know? Because somebody talks to 10 more people than you do in the same two-hour period. You have to find a way to master freedom this year because no one's going to save you in terms of what we do. My job here is to help really guide the ship, have the vision, control the culture, make it rain leads. But at the same time, you have to master freedom because that's the number one killer of anybody in this business. Over and over and over. And it's really something that can slip up on anybody anytime. And this goes back to, do I own what I said I would do here, right? So if I say I make $150, guess what I do? I don't do fake wins. I don't say I won when I didn't actually win. I have to live by the code and make sure, hey, look, I'm mastering freedom here as an agent. And this is going to be really an Achilles heel for a lot of people. And so the first step of that is awareness. Am I aware of what's going on in my schedule? Aware of how I'm talking to myself? Am I aware of how I'm letting myself off the hook so I can stop that and really master that freedom? Second piece, really important. I think this year is really one of the biggest ones, especially with the shifting market, is going to be skill set. Mastery. So everything's changing in terms of the consumer mindset. And so I have to make sure I'm getting better and I'm obsessed with getting better on the skill set mastery. 
And that goes back to it is most people think they go to college and they stop learning here. They come, they learn the basics, they go through success school, they get just enough to be decent at it and be dangerous, and then what do they do? They stop learning on their own. So you have to have self-education mastery here. The first most important piece I want you guys to make sure that you're obsessed with is sales IQ. When I look at it, I really spend a lot of time thinking this. This is one of the biggest leverage points for us because a lot of people don't have a sales IQ as high as it could be or as high as it's needed to be right now based on what's happening in the marketplace when buyers are harder to make them buy and sellers are harder to make them sell because why? They're hesitant. And here's the thing. They have a very good reason to be hesitant right now. Rates are high. Double what it was just not that long ago. They can't afford as much as they could afford. They can't get the same amount of house. Prices are through the roof, right? And so it's important for me to master this sales IQ so that I can dominate this going forward. And so the consumer mindset is very, very different than it used to be. And so when we see the frenzy go down, you have to level up the sales IQ as the overall marketplace levels down. Does that make sense? And so I have to be obsessed here with this. The cool part is most average agents aren't going to do the work required to increase their sales IQ. And so for you, you've got to be able to make sure that I'm doubling down and really focus my sales IQ this year, which means I'm listening to books. I don't listen to anything else that doesn't increase my what? Sales IQ. So I listen to books. I don't listen to feel-good books. I listen to books. They're going to help me grow what I need to grow. Second piece, my skill set I'm leveling up. I make sure I'm doing this in, in line with consistency as I must make sure I'm leveling up the skill set of discipline. Why do you think that's there? I put this here to point out something. Discipline is something that's learned. Discipline is not natural. Discipline is a skill. Discipline is a skill that you learn through practicing that skill set. And so if I'm very intentional about that and I understand I don't have the discipline, what do I got to do? I have to make a decision to finally make a change. And so I want you guys to be very intentional this year on what skill sets do I work on. I'm giving you the top four to help adapt and make sure that we're a part of this market. Now, in a frenzy market, I can get away with being undisciplined. But what's happening is as this market has shifted, those are being exposed again that are undisciplined. Why? Because it's hard. It's more different, right? It just is what it is in that scenario. Money's not going to be made like it was before. It goes back to how things were in 2016, 2017. You need much more discipline to make sure you have that continual follow-up. And so this right here is a muscle. I go to the gym and train my muscles, right? I have the muscle. The more I work it, the better it gets, the stronger it gets. And so from you, I want you guys to practice that along with a no compromise to have the discipline required to make sure I get what needs to get done. Okay? For me, as a person, as an agent here, I have to figure out what the parts of my life I need to work on those the most. Sometimes it's very small things that I just make sure I commit myself to do every day. Everybody's different levels. Some people can't take vitamins every day. Some people can't go to the gym every day. Right? So I need to figure out where I'm at to make sure that I can make sure I have to figure out how do I have the daily disciplines that I build in. And I want you to understand you're going to start layering those in. This is very well connected to my, my routine here. Okay? And we'll talk about this in the second part in a minute, what I'm doing there. Third skill, which is important. That's going to make, make a big difference in 2023 is copywriting. Why is that on here, you think? Copywriting. Yeah, they're going to judge you very quickly. But here's the thing. Everything's shifting, right, to less phone conversations going forward. Now, we'll get in the first part, have the connection with them. But what's going to happen? Have a conversation with them. We talk. And then if I don't 
have great sales copy. They're judging you based on your ability to articulate in words. Specifically, words that are sexy and sell. There's a big difference between grammar and copy. Copy gets me to do something. Copy really motivates me to do something. Grammar is just written very well. Fourth piece. This is kind of connected to the sales IQ, but it's still something I, I see as a weakness for sometimes. The skill set you need to master is people skills. What does that mean, you think? People skills. Yes. My ability to read people and understand, my, my likability, and my ability to, to connect. These are all learned. Learn through learning from other people, which is books about people skills. I learn through obviously repetition, but I don't want to do that on the field. How do I connect with people and how do I have deeper empathy to these people? Because why? It's going to be a harder marketplace. The deeper I connect, the more I can move. I'll say it again. The deeper I connect, the more I can move. Meaning move them as, as people, as humans, as beings who have an emotional purchase or an emotional sale they're a part of. And so I want to make sure I'm laser focused on this this year where these are the four weaknesses that I see right now that the masses have that we're able to really combat and make sure we can be steps ahead of people. And a lot of times, most people are just oblivious to it. They don't realize why your people don't like you. Or how you can go through a sale and they hate you at the end. Right? Or you have a client who wants to get out of the agreement with you. These are all people skills that come down to likability and ability to connect. And so sometimes in 2023, we're going to have to have very tough conversations about pricing, about what's happening in the market. And so I have to get better at these people skills so I can do what? Deliver that message they need to hear to move them in this marketplace. And so it's important for us to understand that going forward that we're really doubling down on this. And I want you guys to really take this roadmap, so to speak, and use this as part of your personal development in 2023. Third piece, I think that's a big player right now uh, that I think is really key to 2023 is market knowledge. It's more important than ever because the consumer is searching. They're asking questions. They know in two seconds if you have a high level of market knowledge right now. And so trust is more important than ever with, with the clientele, both sellers and buyers. And so you have to make sure that you can really articulate, and I like the word demonstrate, market knowledge to them in the process. Market data is the data of the marketplace. So I can say, hey, you know, they say, hey, you know, let's say that John and Mary, John and Mary is your client, and they ask you and say, hey, how's the market? What do you say? The market was down, the market was down 43% last month here locally. It was down 48%, but as data came in throughout the month, it actually ended up about 43%. If you depend between condos and, and single families. Right? Residential is down 43%. Now, if I tell them that number, what do they think? Because guess who else doesn't give them specific numbers? Everybody else. Any other agent they're talking to. And so you have to have the ability to understand market knowledge right now more so than ever because consumers are mistrusting or distrusting you as agents right now because there's fear in the marketplace. And so as there's more fear in the marketplace, there's less trust in agents. So I have to be very good at understanding the market data in a way that I can articulate it specifically with numbers. Second piece is important. I notice this gets missed a lot. I hear it on the phones and I see it. Is the firm inventory. Our listings. What firm inventory it has. So I see this all the time. Buyer calls in. 
They talk to you, they submit in, they ask you about a listing, and what do you say? I don't know. Let me figure that out. If you don't know the, the listing they're calling about in your own company, what do they think about you? And they don't like you and want to work with you. And so you have to have knowledge of what listings are in your firm every day. You don't got to know every detail about it, but you want to know of it. And so they can hear it in your voice, your tonality, the way you respond, that you don't know about that property. And if you hesitate or if you aren't on top of it and sharp as a tack, guess what? They think you're an idiot and they're moving on to somebody else. Why? Because they have a preconceived notion about you as an agent when they call in. They don't like agents. They don't respect agents. And so what we have to do is overcome that by being very, very, very good at understanding what our firm inventory is. How do you do that? Look in the MLS. There's literally a button that says firm inventory. And it shows you every listing in the company. And so you want to do that really daily. What's going on with the newest listings? If I was you, I'd separate it by MLS number. Click it twice and it separates it and shows it by MLS number to show you the newest ones first. That way you can know what's out there. Very important piece here for you all to understand. Third piece of this. I must understand and know MLS inventory. Now, what does that mean? I'll, I don't need you to know everything. I just need you to know just general information what's out there. They're wanting to know one of the biggest things that if you ask consumers what they want in an agent, one of the number one answers is market knowledge. And so you want to know at least something in every single area of the beach that you can have a conversation about. They may call your property about something in North Myrtle Beach. You don't know anything about that property. It's not our listing. But if you know something else in North Myrtle Beach that's similar, guess what? They're attracted to you naturally because you have something they want, which is market knowledge. And I'm just telling you right now, this is key right now because they want to have a, they want to hear the language of high-level knowledge. And so if you can articulate that to them, they're automatically attracted to you. And you just know this by listening to phone calls, right? Most sound very, very unintelligent and uninformed when you talk to them on the phone. And so it's important for me to really understand that piece of it. And so the other thing too I want you guys to have, which is key, this is a secret, one of the secrets I used to use a long time ago. Um, I finally found a way to name it. And the fourth piece here is called hot sheet hooks. Hot sheet hooks. What do you think that is? I want to have some hot sheet hooks. Yes. I don't know if you guys saw it today, but there's a price reduction on 123 Main Street. Guess what? The chances of them seeing it were. They want to see somebody who knows about price reductions and new deals and things that are out there. You're talking about new, sexy things that you can articulate to. Automatically brings them in. I'm just telling you. I've seen it over and over and over again. That's something one of our top agents do a long time ago. That he just had knew all the marketplace too, and they, they would tell him about something else, and all of a sudden they weren't working with him just because he knew about the one deal they did it. And so you want to have the hot sheet hooks where you know of like what's out there. You don't need to know everything, but just enough that you can look every day and pick your one or two things you're going to talk about. And all you got to do, it may not be anything close to what they're looking for, but it's something that hooks them into the process. And so you want to judge that. Does this property hook them in? Do I know deals out there, price reductions and new listings I can talk about on the phone to random people? Why? Because I have to position myself as the expert and specifically the market expert that knows what's going on. They want that more than ever. Why? Because the market is changing. And so they're mistrusting agents more than ever. But if you know that you got your information tightened up, they're going to trust you a lot more. Fourth piece, and I actually wrote this down last night. And it's funny as I heard it on that video I shared this morning, which is pretty cool. So next one, last one, is follow through. What do you mean? 
Follow through. It's a lot different than follow up. This is the key to 2023. Am I following through like crazy in my follow up and my, my, my leads, specifically my new leads? We're struggling like this, like crazy on our seller side. We get new leads, you don't get in touch with them the first week, the first day, they're gone into the abyss. They disappear. We don't talk to them until they resubmit four months later. We have a lead that we get, that we schedule an appointment with, they don't show up, what happens? They're not getting followed back up with it. And so follow through is a lot different than follow up. Am I following through? Why? Because less leads in 2023 across the board, right? For every, across the country. Again, we're doubling down, spending more money, but even then, cost for leads higher. It's a whole lot different world right now. And so I got to make sure I'm having the follow through mindset. Same thing on the seller side, right? It's much more efficient in terms of that where we're not letting people slip through the cracks. They don't log in for a few days, whatever. I'm still following up. Or new lead doesn't have information. What am I doing? Going on Spokio, looking them up, calling those numbers, trying to find information, reaching out, emailing. Second piece, we're missing that. The follow through must happen in a big, big ways in nurture leads. We're getting people, we're setting up on searches. We're not getting them signed. We're setting up on searches not local or even on our seller side, we're getting leads that aren't quite ready yet. They're not ready to meet. And all of a sudden, we let them go to the abyss. It's our number one weakness on the seller side. They all just disappear. And we miss them because they're the, the B and C sell leads and the B and C buyer leads. A lot of people here at our nurtures, we're setting them up and we're not having the right follow-up with them. We're calling the bucket, but it's not strategic enough where I'm connecting with them at a high level. So if they're in my bucket, what am I doing? I'm calling them. I'm text messaging them. I'm emailing them. I'm video emailing them so they're seeing my face. It's important to make sure I'm having extra follow-through this year and I'm doing the extra mile. I'm noticing that anybody's using BombBomb like they should. BombBomb is built in. You shoot a quick video to your bucket. They see your face. Now they connect with you. And now they feel like they have a relationship with you as an agent. You're not the person in the email. You're not the person in the phone. Right? You're someone who they can see and touch and now is real. Third piece, we're not missing follow through that we're missing a lot that I've seen just happen the past year. What do you think the next one is? Uh, clients. Regular clients. I'm noticing a lot of people are signing clients. A lot of clients signing to an agency agreement. And then what happens? They go to the abyss as well. They disappear. The missing piece there is follow through. So if I don't get them to answer, what am I doing? I'm texting, hey, John and Mary, are you alive? Did you get hit by a car? What happened? Are you alive? Like, I'm, I'm, at, I'm sending those messages because why? I'm following through. I'm not letting them off the hook if they're just not answering my phone call. I'm sending emails to them. John and Mary, are you okay? I'm very concerned. I have not heard back from you. That's follow through. Okay, I do not let them off the hook no matter what happens. Why? Because there's less buyers in the marketplace. I'd be that much more efficient. If there's 40 plus percent less buyers in the marketplace, I need what? 40% more efficiency in my follow-up, in my follow-through, because I cannot let them run through the cracks I did before. The good news is in the frenzy, there are so many buyers that no one can keep up. Now there's enough where it can be just enough to make a lot of money. If you do it right and you have the right follow-through campaign, that's super important for you. Fourth piece here, which we're missing a lot. I see this a lot too. Past clients. Past clients, right? I've seen it happen last week. People who were past clients who still came back through hadn't been called in over a year. Like those are things that we have to have follow through where I'm following back up and I'm doing what I said I would do and I'm really having that relationship for life with them because I need what? I need the leverage. I need to have these raving fans who are out there telling anybody and everybody about me. 
and I'm programming them to say, hey, John and Mary, one thing I want you to do that's super important to me is tell anybody and everybody to call me. Can you do that for me? Can you tell anybody that talks about real estate or smells like real estate to give me a call? Yes. And then what I'm doing is calling them every quarter minimum and reinforcing that with them. And so we're missing that piece a lot. And follow through is I know I need to do it, but I don't actually do it. And so I need to go all the way through to the finish line. And so it's important for me to make sure, hey, look, I'm really doubling down here. I want you guys to take through and look at these and pick your number one weakness on each one of these and circle it. What's your number one weakness on consistency? What's your number one weakness on skill set mastery? What's your number one weakness on market knowledge? What's your number one weakness on follow through? And I want you guys to make a decision today to double down on this because this right now is where leverage starts. We're already in what we call separation season where everyone else is hustling right now. They're all going to give up in about three or four weeks. Here, you want to double down and make sure that you're following through and having these keys here to dominate this. And I want you to keep this and look at this as a roadmap for 2023.